Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction that the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called Your Go to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussion. And even if you do, um, then like, follow, share, retweet on, um, yes, that's right, Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Anu. And I know I've changed it a couple of times, but I promise I just wanted, I didn't want a handle that had underscore in it. So it was previously Marketing Anu underscore. It's now and finally will be The Marketing Anu. Um, but also to see snippets and quotes from the previous podcasts, follow um, the dedicated podcast Instagram page and that's at ppcchat underscore roundup that one has never changed (laughs) it's always been and will always be at ppcchat underscore roundup so today led by the very lovely Julie Piccini um we she leads us in an amazing topic um of staying sane in PPC and this is just a was a wonderful chat to just discuss our best tips for keeping up with our mental health. I don't even think this is anything that this is even like PPC specific. This can be for anybody out there who just wants to hear that. Yeah, just trying to stay sane during the day is is something that should be top of the mind um, with, with everything that's going on um, in the UK and the US, gosh, especially. Um, so yeah, I hope you'll get some great tips <laughs> about it because I mean, yeah, I feel like we've been living through 2020 2.0. I'm like, can it just be over yet? Can like the, the, the stress and the anxiety just be over yet? Um, anyway, before I get into any rants about it, I want to get straight into all the very lovely and supportive and community-driven um, tips from our experts who gave some awesome suggestions on basically how to look after yourself. This is one definitely worth a listen if I do say so myself. And Julia starts us off. Hello, everyone, and thank you all for joining today. We are going to be talking about staying sane in PPC, um, talking about how we deal with things we can or can and can't control, and our mental health in general. So, how are you doing today? And I started in late, so I just um, yeah, I joined in at like from question one. But we've got like yeah, we've got some nice answers from like Steve Gibson going I'm doing great how is everyone else um yeah and Julie goes herself really taking things day by day right now doing okay but it has been a very turbulent week on both macro and micro levels Steve replies I'm glad um I have some great people around me and if even if I don't get to see them in person I feel like I've been in a doom cloud for the past few months and finally can see again that's good to hear as it's been agreed um with um julia um julia vice susan wenogard and rand fishkin that's a good one good guy to to join in i don't know whether he gives any of his tips um but that's really nice um cami Karish replies um yeah good morning all this week rough week behind and ahead just taking it day by day i had a rough first week into this year i can't lie it was it was tough i started with being on my period, I'll be honest with you, <laughs> so it was a bit painful and hormonal as the days went on, uh, um, but yeah, then then Julia Vice goes, hi folks, I'm okay, just very worried about my friends and some family in the US, members of our family have recovered from COVID, so I'm a little annoyed, I have to still be so on edge, I wish I could just enjoy the recovery, recovery and some optimism, um, but 
Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Julie saying that, you know, today's chat is meant to be less about the tactics and strategies we use and more how we mentally deal with things. Um, and yeah, yeah I'm going to go into question one. She gets, goes, let's start it. There are so many things that happen that we don't control, like platform changes or major world or industry events. How do you cope with these when they happen? Our first answer comes from Julia Vice saying, I tend to try and learn as much as I can. That's tricking the doom scroll news siren world, but I find long reads and discussions helpful. I feel better when I know better, even um, when what I know is profoundly awful. And yeah, I agree with you. What I've tried to do is um, subscribe to this newspaper called The Week. And they summarize a lot of the news around the UK, the different cities and across the world as well. And give, you know, even some like, yeah, pop culture news, (laughs) celebrity news, random news. But they give, you know, give the latest of everything that's going on, newsworthy, up to date on a weekly basis. And that's all anything news that I read. Um, and they give from different opinions. So they'll look at a topic and give it from a conservative point of view, a labor point of view, a liberal point of view. So I do feel I'm getting a mixture of points of views and not just one person's point of view. It's called The Week and I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, when I read that newspaper once a week, that's my only news consumption because I feel it's it's doom scrolling. TV is only going to tell you everything that's going to make you panic or give you anxiety. So I stay away from that. Um, Steve Gibson replies um, to question one as well. saying, I remind myself there are many people who are in much worse positions than me. Um, Anna Blanken replies, and I love some of her answers here, but oh, I'm so excited, so excited to read some of them, but we'll get to them. Which starts off, things have been crazy, but I'm here this week. When things happen out of my control, I just try my best to roll with the punches and reach out to colleagues for some industry collaboration. Andrea Cruz replies, emphasizing communication with my team and our clients. Also going back to what are our goals and how are we performing helps to dictate what comes next. Um, And then, yeah, Julia Vine. Um, also replies when um, well El Chase was saying that lol we are the same we even order our groceries and they put them in the back of the car for us because Julia Vice had said true waving high from the island because at this point I'm never leaving my house <laughs> El Chase continues I only seem to leave my doctor leave for my doctor appointments and pick up the groceries and Julia replies my wonderful husband is kind enough to pick up groceries my asthma is bad enough that I don't even like going out for that oh just evening walks when there are fewer people around. It's quiet and pretty um, and pretty lonely. Oh, that sucks. Kami Karras replies to question one saying it's a serious upheaval or change. I'm generally going through those seven stages of grief, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Still haven't hit the hope stage for undisclosed search queries, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's, there's, there's any light for hope for that one just yet. Um, Amit Cabra replies, platform changes. I just try to take a beat and let the news settle in. I want to read everything about the changes before I freak out. World events, I either allow it to make me a shell of a human human, or I simply remove myself from social media. I usually just do the latter. Uh, remove myself from social media and um, just um, general hourly news. Um, Amanda of Bauman Marketing replies, in digital marketing, change is the only constant. I dare say I'm used to it. Um, I try to get ahead of changes, events, and let clients know what I expect and how I plan to react. 
Steve Hammer replies, both healthily and unhealthily. First, the unhealthy. Pure escape, video games, doom scrolling. <laughs> healthy, focused conversations, getting outside, kitty time. Oh, love that one. I do love a kitty time with my cat as well. Getting away is one thing, but peace needs to be the center um, needs to be the center for everyone. Um, yeah, Julia Vice agrees, saying kitty time is very therapeutic. I agree with that. Um, and then, yeah, Andrea Cruz is asking for some games recommendations <laughs> for that. And I'm, yeah, I'm not going to list that out. Um, I'll chase replies to question one saying we have to react appropriately to to each situation. Platform changes requires us to learn and adapt to the changes to best serve our clients. World events mean we need to be sensitive to how our brand is viewed in any platform we are advertising. Julie answers question question one saying it might sound so basic, but I try to start by taking a few deep breaths. I find I function best when I'm working a plan. The plan might be really basic, but that helps me. Focusing on each step can help anything from feeling overwhelming. Um, and then, yeah, so <laughs> Anna Blanking just replies to this. It just makes a comment saying, I, can I just say I needed a PPC chat like this one for a while? It's been a not fun few months and I'm looking forward to seeing how everyone copes. And yeah, we're definitely, definitely looking forward to that. I was definitely looking forward to that one, which is why I joined. Steve Hammer then replies to question one to two, he says, or his second part to answer to question one, he goes, I love chaos, the ever-changing world of our, the ever-changing part of our world is part of the fun, but everyone has their limits. That's when A1, <laughs> A1 comes into play. And then we've got Amanda, sorry, Amalia Falia even replying to um, question one, saying, breathe and remember what my favorite mentor once told me, marketing is never life or death. Also, I really like a tactic I heard yesterday, which is imagining my 90-year-old self looking back at my day, which will ultimately be um, inconsequential by then. Um, yeah, once you think about where you're going to be a long time in the future, how is this day going to compare to that? So yeah, it's all about looking at what you want to remember um, and um, thinking about what you want to remember when you're 90 years old. Um, and yeah, I give my answer and saying that, you know, I just go back and remember how I coped with the last one in terms of, you know, the last update that happened and um, the last thing that went really wrong. And it's usually um, about getting as much information about the update as possible and doubling my dose of coffee. So that's that was mainly for how I deal with um, changes in the industry. I, I, I talk about dealing with changes in the world a little bit later on. Sam replies to question one saying it's easy to be overwhelmed but I think the best advice I have is remembering that change is both constant and and an opportunity every time something changes you have an opportunity to take advantage of the chaos to help your company or clients and he continues in terms of being overwhelmed two things allow yourself to accept that change for the sake of change is usually bad it's okay to not tweak something in every account every day as long as you have a good justification to find an outlet without a screen i almost read find an outlet an outlet where you can scream <laughs> Yeah, I think that will also be helpful. Find an outlet without an outlet without a, a screen, and also an outlet where you can scream. Um, Julie then goes on to question two, saying, "Is everything? Is there anything proactive or preventative you do to help your mental health when it comes to this industry?" Amalia replies, "My work email is not on my phone, and after I clock out for the day, I'm done. I also do not look at work or approach work on the weekends unless it's an emergency, which my boss will phone me about once. Um, once." 
will phone me about once I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, it's really important not to take work with you and separate daytime um, and evening time as well. And then we've got um, Brett replying to question one, saying one of my favorite things to do is watch PPC Town Hall, look at PPC Chat and communicate with my team to see how others are reacting, pivoting, coping. Changes and disruptions are inevitable. I try to roll with the punches and get ahead of them if possible. Steve Hammer um, answers question two, saying a couple of things. I have a space that's away from the computer that I use to recenter. I also schedule blocks of times, including the one that's going to cut me off in about 15 minutes from PPC chat. Keeps me from locking on too long to an issue. John Kagan replies, stop watching the news. Yes, I second that. Kami Karras um, replies to question two, saying this. Also conferences and workshops. The more I feel I know or know is coming, the less one particular thing throws me. And then we've got Anna Blanken replying to question two, saying something I've been bad about in the past is letting my work and home life be too intertwined. I'm really focused on unplugging after work hours this year. Yep, definitely a good thing to go through. Sam replies, set ground rules for yourself and write down processes, procedures, checklists. Be clear and transparent with everyone, especially yourself, on how you make decisions regarding campaign changes or platform changes, etc. Then stick to them. Then he continues, um, secondly, set aside time each day to learn, whether that's logging onto PPC chat, watching a YouTube video, reading SE journal, SEL, whatever, um, but make a small amount of each day to learn. The aggregation of marginal gains is a wonderful thing. And then I replied to this as well, saying really primarily keep up to date with this community. Even pre-COVID, I frequently counted on PPC chat to help me realize I am not struggling on my own. And some answers are seriously just a tweet away. Lately, I've also gained real life friends in the industry and it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Um, LTS replies to question two saying, don't take anything personally. This includes when platforms change or if clients feel you are not doing good enough for them. It is a business and platforms as well as clients have their own. Um, it's a business and platforms as well as clients have their own goals and pressures. And yeah, we've got some loads of people agreeing with that. He continues socially stay away from the dark side of Twitter or, or the platforms. I remember the saying you are the average of the five people you are around the most. This really includes the stuff we watch or listen to as well. The negativity can hurt our mental health. I totally agree with that. But I think one thing that is a caveat to that is that we shouldn't just only surround ourselves with people that just agree with us and have the same opinion as at as us. Um, and I continue saying discord is not just from different opinion. It's also from a lack of listening and never trying to understand. And I think that's been a huge problem. And I'll dare to even say in America, there's just... You know, the, the people who are writing now who are, you know, against everything just feel that they've not been heard, they've not been listened to, and no one understands them, and people just want to shut them up. No one wants to feel like they, they've been shut up. They've been, no one wants to feel like they've just been shut up. Listen to what they've got and try to win them over from whatever it is that you disagree from with them from, even if it's something that, especially if it's something that, you know, you find to be really wrong. Andrea Cruz then replies to question two saying, read at least once a week about what changed in the industry. There are changes literally every day. Yep. Um, Julia Vice replies, I like to do an immersive task. Baking is good. Walking or exercise is good. Something that requires attention and your body as opposed to TV or movies. Sort of a chop wood, carry water approach to clearing the mind. Amanda replies, routines are key. For example, every morning I check budget pacing and perform live searches. Colin Slatter replies, so it's industry specific 
so it isn't industry specific, but as someone who has been through a bit in life, I find meditation daily is incredibly helpful and keeping a daily journal. Ultimately, our work is just one element impacting our mental health. And yeah, and um, Amanda replies to that as well, saying I always feel better when I do morning meditating meditation. Um, I need to get better about it. Colin replies, started meditating daily years ago and it's wonderful. And the daily journaling, I have six years of daily journals. It's wonderful time machine. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's some things I feel that I'll be embarrassed to read by if I did a, um, a daily journaling. Um, and so, yeah, Julie then replies to question two, saying professionally keeping up with what is happening and reading posts by people with their finger on the pulse, so to speak, helps to be more prepared by changes that often being able to vent and interact with you all regularly helps a ton too. That's very true. I love ranting with this, um, with the PPC chat community. Um, Julia Vice replies, I'll add that I like to build teams and work together. I do a lot of public sector. So these days campaigns feel urgent because they relate to public safety and come with responsibility. Never do that work alone. Looping colleagues, your clients, focus panels, build a team. And then Julie goes on to question three, saying to use a term I am sure we're all sick of at this point. In this year of unprecedented times, have you had to develop new ways to stay sane or grounded or functional in your work or personal life? And with this one, we've got Amalia answering, answering, saying, I've always been retained, but now even more so. Also, I listen to my body when it wants to do less, trying to develop a more intuitive relationship with it. Knowing my values has been key to my pillar value is balance, which means nothing disturbs it. That's a really good one. Andrea Cruz replies, give me a dog walk at the end of the day. It has allowed my brain to realize the working day is over and I am at home. John Kagan replies, look, took up running. Turns out I really, really hate it. Really. No, he's a really, really, really hate it. Yeah, not particularly a fan of it. And that's why I do like a like at least twice a week. And yeah, so that gives a bit of a distance to me doing it and not getting to hate it. Julia Vice replies, I wouldn't say new, but I've definitely revisited some tips that I haven't had to lean on since the last time I went through therapy. Unprecedented events don't always warrant unprecedented reactions. That's true. Jim Banks replies, I've taken to walking an hour a day, usually first thing in the morning. I vary listening to music and podcasts. Most days I walk far enough to buy a cup of coffee. Um, I walk fast enough to get a decent heart rate bump. I analyze the data in Strava um, because he continues. Um, I should add, I lost 70 pounds. I had to lose it for sure. But calorie counting is a numbers game. Burn a thousand walking means you eat 2,500 and you're almost certainly going to be the net losing weight. In that losing weight, if you burn a thousand but eat 2005 not sure about that um yeah so he says analyzes the data in Strava because PPC chat I feel so we're all about data measuring and I replies to question three saying I'm struggling here at work I'm constantly obsessed with how the numbers are working out for the month and a lot of the downturn I'm seeing is outside factors and personally I just want to go to a hotel without worrying about illness with myself and my family. Yeah, I want to book into a hotel. That'd be such a good idea. I might do that at some point this year. Um, and then uh, my reply to question three is, oh, my cat. I even just had took a break from recording this just to have a little play with her. She just loves a ribbon and a string. That's all she need, needs. Um, so my cat, physical activity or getting out of the house as often as is safe 
always having food in the fridge. I know sad, lonely and hungry is a dangerous, dangerous trio. And I'm like, I just try to make sure I, you know, at least if I'm feeling sad and lonely, there's food in the house that I can control. Um, I don't overeat. I just make sure there is something that will cure a craving without needing to cook. Steve Hammer replies to question three saying that's been the tough part. Getting distracted creates a really bad cycle. It pushes work back, which makes uh, more stressed and so on. And existential threats are constant, simple stuff. Pulling off notifications on the phone, locking in times for fun versus work. Kami Karras replies to question three saying I literally have to give myself longer breaks breaks it's not any one thing but lack of travel and variety have made real recharging a challenge take most Fridays off have three days to recoup mentally I allow for less productivity in personal projects El Chase replies I am a routine person I have Trello boards set up with my processes and I stick to them we go for three mile walks every day exercise and we have quiet family time with our coffee or tea and family meals Colin replies, I haven't, to be honest, the chaos of the world feels like an old friend to me. 2020 was actually the easiest year of my life for me. I guess probably not too helpful. Ooh, that sounds tough. Um, Julie replies to question three saying, I have to have, um, I used to have a lot of time by myself and now I have effectively zero time by myself. That has been a big adjustment on top of all the terrible. Poppy forces me to get out for long walks four times a week, which has been good for me. Also, quitting caffeine. Ooh, that is very brave, I feel, Julie. Quitting caffeine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going down that route. Amanda replies, my main sanity activity was group fitness classes. Shout out to Orange, Orange Theory. Um, and that's a handle. I tried the um, at-home workouts, but meh, I need out of the house. Lately, I've been jogging at a nature preserve. And I love it. That sounds nice. Um, Colin replies to question three. Um, I think part of the question three saying my general coping mechanism with life learned from $50,000 plus of therapy and years of living in a nightmarish hellscape are daily meditation, daily journaling. Nothing is good or bad and we can choose how we react to everything. Pause, then react. Um, Ryan Benyon replies to question three saying anyone who follows me is probably sick of this, but self-care has been amazing this year. Dropped 40 pounds because I started drinking water, eating better, exercising and sleeping um, and hours, sleeping loads of hours. Sounds simple, but it's made the world of difference. And um, a second answer to question three that Julie gives, which is really inspiring. She goes, I have been trying to help others more over this past year. I can't always do big things, but I make it a point to check in on people a lot more now. And I can attest to that personally that she definitely does do that. And then she goes on to question four, going, if you're feeling overwhelmed for PPC, world events um, or personal reasons, where do you turn for help from my, me and my real life industry friends who have become like really good close friends as well. Um, and I give a bit more of an answer later, but to, um, answer, um, to give the answers from our experts here, Julia Vice replies, I like to look outside the industry for stuff like this, a good novel, a good album, a gallery murals these days for outdoor, something that refreshes, but also kickstarts the thinking part of the brain helps avoid rote, uh, habitual reactions. Um, Julia replies, I'm a mid, I'm admittedly not great about seeking help i have i am a put your head down and power through stuff person that can be fine for short term things but it is terrible for protracted issues um like covid connecting with friends industry and otherwise and being really 
and being really helps. Um, yeah, and that's very true. And Julia replies to that. I definitely know how that feels. And inevitable, and and inevitably, a team or even just one partner makes it easier to manage. Julia replies, my husband pushes me to not do this, so that definitely helps. Um, El Chase replies to that. I remember growing up, the biggest saying, um, the biggest saying was where um, suck it was suck it up or embrace the suck we kind of got trained to just deal with it until it's over we were different with our kids let's talk this over um yeah definitely uh we're living in a generation hopefully more of let's talk about things talk about other problems and be and let that be okay we need to stop stigmatizing things cami caris um, replies to question four saying my own creativity for pbc i like to go review my old ideas notebooks um you know the one where you got riled up after a speaker or workshop for personal arts or crafts projects and if I can make a gift or do something nice for someone else even better Andrea Cruz replies uh, to question four saying family and friends community has been great to me especially when I have questions that I can't find answers to I appreciate all of you yes really appreciate this team as well and Anna Blanken says something that really warmed my heart saying I pray a lot my faith has really had um, to grow the past six months has had and has helped me let go of some of my worry about work and home I also try to talk to as many friends and family as I can through the week and just let it all out totally love this and I write same my prayer levels have definitely increased um, during COVID um, this year and has really helped me to just keep a balanced head El Chase replies as well saying I pray a lot on good days so whoever is listening to me um, gets really annoyed <laughs> on rougher days and that's really great to hear and I even replied to this oh have I just found a Christian pair on our PVC chat collective El Chase replies yes and we've just got some funny gifts that follows that which is absolutely lovely um, not that there's anything wrong with any other faith but you know just for meeting other Christians I find for me is really great um julie then goes on to question five saying what stresses you out the most from a ppc perspective right now how are you coping with or managing the stress but first john kagan replies um not a joke i seek professional help i recommend everyone does um to question four as well chase replies i would say going for a walk to step away from things if you are having a tough time with an issue then i pause and try and look up information on it or ask on here there is a saying if you're going through hell just keep your head down and keep going. No, keep your head up and ask for questions. To um, question four, Amalia replies, my PPC besties, my journal, my friends in real life, my therapists. Nice one. I'm sure, honestly, the another area that really boomed industry-wise is people who are therapists. You know, people will probably got, those guys probably got loads of business of just needing, of people just needing to talk and talk through their frustrations. Amalia replies to question five saying, um, I'm generally anxious with uncertainty, but I'd have to say that Google stresses me out <laughs> the most. Yeah, can't lie about that. Um, and then, yeah, I, as I said, yeah, the, who I turn to is my real life industry friends. Not only do they give me some sound advice, but they are a good laugh. My best friend, especially. Um, Doug R. Thomas replies to question five saying, I've had a lot more trouble dealing with the accepted best practices, not actually being good 
marketing strategy. This goes beyond PPC, but an example is stuff like display ads being in any way actually effective. Um, and then Amit Kabra replies to question three, saying, I moved closer to my fam, which I think helped. Aside from that, I didn't really do anything else in 2020, but seeing as we're in this for another year, I have been working on that now. I'm eating better, exercising, gratitude journal, and even tried hypnotherapy. Interesting. And in answer to question five, we've got John Kagan going at the moment. The fact that my tried and true seasonality has completely gone out the window. And then we've got Kami Karras replying to question five, saying forced unexpected immediate change. The irritation is not change, just change on someone else's timeline. Like I don't have a million other things to worry about now. So having a change with no heads up is just rude. And then we've got Anna Blanken replying to um, question five saying, I work primarily in legal and I've just seen huge increases in competition and cost. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessing over my final numbers. I'm not really successfully managing that stress. Oh, that sounds tough. Julie replies, it's certainly been a year, as they say, account performance being all over the place with seemingly no rhyme or reason is stressful and continued data loss. Relying on my past experience and being as proactive as I can be with clients. Um, Julia Vice replies, um, saying lacks, lacks platforms, controls on conspiracy theories are my main issues right now. I can manage weird performance or strange omnichannel channels. But when I post an ad about road maintenance or online services that used to be in person, the nonsense surrounding it is unmanageable. It's not just going to be an algorithmic answer. Platforms have to be more proactive and accountable, unlike only um, deleting, you know, whose account after years and years of a very questionable behavior, I'd say. Um, and so, yeah, I replied to question five saying people People being uncommunicative for me is really bad. I find it's what's stressing me out right now. Um, sure, we're all busy, but please respect my time and stop cancelling on meetings last minute. Amalia replies to question five saying, I also have a team to take care of and I take that really seriously. I worry about them probably more than they worry themselves. Um, Leo replies to question four, says family gives perspectives about these overwhelming problems, dwarfs them, network and family, the mutual support and help inspires us all back into actions interaction um i think this is an answer to question five yeah um, i don't have a good or positive solution for this replies doug r thomas saying it generally sickens me that the vast majority of online marketing is a scam and the remainder is so contrarian and uh, that you sound like a cook have been working on communication skills um and yeah this is continuing him saying i've had a lot more trouble dealing with the accepted best practices not actually being good marketing strategy this goes beyond ppc but an example is stuff like display ads being in any way actually effective um yeah so struggles there with ppc um keeping ppc honest <laughs> julie replies uh, julie then gives us question six saying how do you find bright spots when things are not going well what helps you keep moving forward when you really don't feel like it where do you find motivation when it seems elusive again my cat what did I actually say? Elchis <laughs> then replies to that, say the unexpected customer behavior for accounts, some crazy good and some not so good. And this is a reply to question five. Google is also pretty stressful with their changes that seem to benefit nobody but their shareholders, not the customers who depend on their platforms to drive revenue. Um, and then, yeah, Amalia um, replies to question six saying, okay, so this is a bit of a... Um, 
I think that's a thread. He goes, she goes, gratitude journaling, no joke. I used to poo-poo the idea of it. And then the October, I was at SMX in New York City. A friend in New York gave me a gratitude journal and told me to commit to it for 30 days. So I did. And I imagine, yeah. And for every day after that, I've now filled three to four journals since October of 2018. And it wasn't until I had food poisoning and was sick on the plane on my way back from Bangkok to Tokyo, I realized how well it worked. I wasn't all woe is me. I was thinking at least Japan was really nice, has really nice toilets. The real, the sell ginger, they sell ginger oil in Japan. That would be nice. I made it through takeoff. These bathrooms are really private. So that's a relief. At least I had an aisle seat. Uh, she continued, this power of positive thinking has been so helpful combined with the phrasing of I get to go to work today. I get to work with these clients and help them today game changer gratitude i love that start with gratitude it's all about the little things even in the midst of you having food poisoning which is amazing julia vice replies motivation is elusive but for bright spots i like to look at least um at at least at, at the last 12 months and find something i'm really proud of even if that's just surviving hold on to that for a few minutes and remember even in the worst times we can only do our best Love it. John Kagan replies to question six saying the thought is if um, I find the smallest bright spot, it helps me ignore what is going on outside. Julie replies to question six saying motivation, at least how it used to look and feel, hasn't been here for quite a lot of months. I keep going on days. I don't feel um, it mainly because of my sense of professionalism won't allow me to do otherwise. Rolling with its ebbs and flows without judgment is good. She continues, what I mean about rolling without judgment is not being too hard on yourself. These last 10 months have been terrible on so many levels. We are all dealing with some level of trauma from it. Be kind to yourself about that. Banish should from yourself. Talk. Yeah, don't think about anything you should. Just do the best you can and apologize for the rest. Or, not even sure, in fact, I remove that. Apologizing for nothing. We shouldn't apologize for taking care of our mental health, which is a big thing. Kamikaris replies to question six saying fleeting motivation, but we do have some wins and I focus on the on those as well as any of the good things that are happening with clients. Also, truth be told, I'm looking at my far future retirement goals as motivation. And then, yeah, my answer to question six is it really is trying my best to keep to step back from um, step back from the from the desk from my work even the house if I'm finding the previous um, two not far enough and reminding myself at the end of the day I'm definitely not trying to save lives here um, so you can always take a break. Rand Benyon replies to question six saying a simple affirmation of it's okay to have bad days is usually a key component. You're not being real with yourself if you don't allow yourself to have bad days. Yeah, I had a bad week last week so. Yeah, definitely took took it easy on myself. Um, he continues to recover. I plan out my next day, plan some self care, and get it done. Julie replies to Julie gives us question seven, even saying, um, "Are there any habits you have or or have adopted that help your mental health and well being that you'd like to share that you haven't already?" And I'll start with mine because I really loved mine. Said this one, I was like, "Always start the day positively, and and with how you want it to continue." So for me, that's with prayer and gratitude. I'm alive. I have good shelter. Um, and this is not just shelter. I've got a, a, I'm very privileged to have a two bedroom house that has an upstairs and a downstairs and a garden as well. And a cat that's always keeping me company. Um, and yeah, 
family and friends are well and or are only a phone call away and of course my health and the fact that there's food mostly most of the time food in the fridge <laughs> definitely um uh, so yeah love that life for me um and then some answers to this uh are but we, yeah, some answers to this from Amalia, especially is like daily routine documented in Notion HQ. That's a Twitter handle. And she continues journaling my worries each Sunday and coming back around to write what actually happened the next Friday, um, defining and keeping in mind my correct, um, my correct, my core values, only doing one darn thing at a time, asking for help when I need it. Core values are key, Amanda replies to that. Um, and then yeah, we've got Amanda replying to question six, saying when motivation feels elusive, I get a cup of coffee, turn on a motivational podcast and repeat one of my fave mantras. Don't think about it, just do it. Yeah, I don't know whether Nike would like to take credit of half of that. Um, Amalia replies to question seven, saying also avoiding toxic positivity and falling into the trap of feeling like I need to hustle. I work my way and you work yours. And as long as we aren't hurting each other, then that's all good. Yeah. I'm avoiding reading all these, you know, 10 things that, you know, proactive or um, people who don't procrastinate do before 5 a.m. in the morning. God, the only thing I do before 5 a.m. in the morning is sleep. And that's how I stay motivated and do, don't procrastinate throughout the day. Um, and then Julia Vice replies to that saying, yes, being positive and avoiding negative spirals is not the same as forcing chair exactly that's true um and then julie colin replies avoiding the doom spiral is critical julia replies it is i find myself susceptible to it because i have so much aversion to performed joy it's due to lots of awful things i won't bore you with just know it's possible to acknowledge real hurt without sentencing oneself to despair i love that statement um there's nothing wrong with a doom spiral it means your capacity for tolerating things is gone as long as the resolution to that spiral is healthy i'll doom spiral and then nap or take a bath or journal or call a friend the doom spiral is never bad it's what you do with it and that's true and um yeah julia replies that's one way to look at it the spiral can be a signal in my case it leads to self-harm so i try to notice and reframe if possible noticing where you are and what you need is key and going to what you need and making sure it's on hand if you're about to spiral very true you see all some very real answers here and, and i'm hoping a lot of people are tuning in john kagan replies long works on farming chickens <laughs> julia replies to question seven saying i haven't explicitly said this but read fiction not hot takes not business books read fiction take in art metaphors other ways of thinking Immer immerse yourself in a series uh -huh, witcher oh yeah watched witcher Binged on it. It's really good show. Um, and she continues, or deep allegory, allegory Piranesi, um, read good fiction. It helps. Um, Julie replies question seven saying I started reading for pleasure before the pandemic and I'm so glad I already had that in place also been listening to music more while working it just makes me feel better which seems so obvious but um, and then yeah Amalia replies as a final point cutting out al alcohol has been a huge help for me the past year I haven't drank since May 2019 I never want to be preachy about it but I know how tempting it can be to use it to tamp um, to damp down emotion that never served me well i actually for me alcohol allows me to really actually feel my emotions so that's why i don't see it as a bad thing for me specifically um and it just helps me to be a little bit more cheerful and a little bit more tolerant 
uh, of myself when I'm getting stressed and just allows me to release some of my muscles. I feel a certain level of alcohol for me can be healthy for my mental health. But obviously, there's always something like too much. And I try never to get to the too much stage. Um, Amid replies to question six saying, oh, good question. I think my bright spots reside in my dogs and music. My dad is always singing in the house or sings prayers. Amazing. I've always found the temple to be a very centering place. So when I listen to music, it's almost like I went to the temple. And the last question of the day, Julie asks, what can we as a community do to provide support for PPC pros, mental health and well-being? For me, it's this community. As long as it continues to show up for me, I stay happy. Um, Cammy replies to question seven saying, I cannot emphasize enough doing good for others when it's not expected. It makes them feel good. It makes you feel good. It can be a card, a tin of cookies, a bottle of wine left on their porch, a cook, a cute novelty item ordered online and delivered. Um, whatever. It's a win, win. Amali replies to question 18. I think just reaching out to your pals, it's hard to band together as a community with no overriding body pros and cons there. But these weekly PPC chat do wonders. Um, Amanda replies saying that I'm writing a list of things I've accomplished each week when it's small tough stuff gives me a mental boost. A rel related mantra. I love the validation you're searching for is your own. Um in answer to question eight, Julia Vice goes, well, at all, with all contributes to NAVs in some way. And this year we need them. We all contribute to NAVs. And that was in all caps. I'm not sure what NAVs is. I think we can keep talking, keep the de um, destigmatizing therapy, keep encouraging each other. There's you can't do too much of that. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Ryan Bennion replies to question seven saying drink half of your weight in ounces, at least seven to nine hours um, of sleep. Understand your BMR and be disciplined. Move your body 30 minutes a day. Shut off work at five to six p.m. Spend time with kids. Yeah, if you do have kids. <laughs> LTS replies to question um, 18. Just be there for folks if they want to chat. I don't leave my house. So if anyone wants to talk, I love being able to chat with someone. I try and have conversations with my dog or cat, but they just sit there and look at me. Just be there for folks. Um, Leo replies to question six saying, uh, when something goes wrong, I ask myself if my entire career and work was completely contingent on that not happening. Now that it did, should I pack my bags, close shop? No, sure it sucks. So what's, what's next? It's all about keeping positive there. Love that, Lior. Um, Kami Karras replies to question eight, saying share your knowledge, share our knowledge and experience with humility and without judgment. We're all just doing our best. Great chat. Got to run now from Kami. Um, Jim replies to, to eight, saying you already do it by running PPC chat every week. So, yep, totally agree with that. It's a great sanity check to show others, to know others are still there and still doing their thing. Total agreement with that. Chili continues um, with answering question eight as well, saying, um, I'm so happy to keep these chats and community going. Shout out to the wonderful Matt Umbro who started this thing. I know having this community helps me so much. Amanda replies, I love how open and vulnerable everyone is. Maybe it's a sign of the times. But in my past agency life, showing anything other than total strength was a no-no. Let's keep being honest, open and sharing our survival tips. Um, and then, yeah, when um, LJ said that just be there for folks if they want to chat, I was like this. This is my answer too. So I don't have any extra answers for that. 
Um, so I think, feel that that was really stuffed with amazing advice. Um, a final one was from, is from Ahmed, who goes to question eight. Honestly, this was helpful. I would love to do more PPC chats like this. Talking openly, I feel this is a talk about mental health, talking about how to keep better, how to keep on top of things and how to do it without judgment and helping people, uh, without um, hurting people. I feel, you know, you can't ever do too much of just being kind to each other um and yeah i feel that that has been a nice long one i feel like you hope you've really enjoyed it really taking some personal useful takeaways for not just your career but for your life uh about what to do when you feel like times are getting tough for you personally if you want to chat about this this topic we are here you know put go on the handle of the ppc chat um yeah message me directly as well at um the marketing anu um i'm just for but you still just remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed but don't be too hard on yourself about it keep on kicking but don't kick too hard save time save time for your mental health all right cheers bye